0: everybody welcome to another episode of the playstation report i'm frank and alongside me as always via the internet tyler what's up oh nothing much you know just getting used to doing things this way it's it's i've got a setup that's pretty comfortable now
1: (laughs) yeah yeah me too Yeah. yeah it's it's not not too bad i got me uh I'm trying this Einstock Icelandic Ale. Oh, you finally? Yeah. Are just now trying
0: it? Okay. Okay. All right. That's good. I don't have any beer right now. I meant to make a beer run before this podcast, but it looks like I have to wait till tomorrow to get beer on my way to
1: work. Gotcha. Yeah, I found. Well, first of all, this beer is pretty dang good. Oh. And yeah. uh, I like it, and I need to get more of it. But um, there's this app. Called Tavor And I don't know if you ever heard of it No Um Basically They just Every couple hours They put up A new beer And it'll be Whatever You know Sometimes they have lagers Sometimes they have IPAs And Then you can buy As much of this beer As you want And some of it's kind of like Maybe some harder to find stuff It's all pretty much craft beer Um but you can you can if you just want one can they'll just give you one can or whatever and and they give you x amount of weeks to just kind of fill up a crate with whatever you want and then they just ship it to you and i had i had some some beer shipped to me earlier in the week it's always fun getting beer shipped to you
0: mhm
1: yeah so
0: I mean that's just how the thing how things are going to operate now,
1: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So So yeah. Beer.
0: Yeah, I mean that drinking is an activity you can do safely at home.
1: Yes, it is. And I certainly like doing it. <laughs>
0: uh well, yeah. Mm. I okay, Tyler, I have to get this off my chest. I I, wa- I watched that uh, IndyCar Challenge iRacing event, mm-hmm. and they just fucking blew it. They, Did like, they? Fucking, they. everyone's been taking it seriously up to this point, and then it was caught on his stream, and then, like, it was caught on, like, the broadcast, and then later you can see the archive of the stream of Simon Pagino. do you know him? Yep. They intentionally took out Lando Norris because he was, uh, he was he
1: was going to win oh okay and so they were caught saying all of this
0: yeah on their stream uh, oh, boy. Simon Pagano was talking god. to a spotter and was like yeah let's let's take him out and then as he did it he was like sorry sorry I didn't mean to do that like we didn't have that stream oh god <laughs> so yeah they Jesus Christ all of that
1: for nothing, man. Like, yeah, fuck. ridiculous. That's not fun. That's not fun. There was Lando and Norris pissed. He wasn't like,
0: I mean, he he was on. He was understandably frustrated, uh, and then later, just like, yeah, he 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 was not happy with it at all. the The people who run iRacing were not happy with it at all.
1: Yeah. I mean that's
0: that's not because that's kind of good. like a that's that's not a good look for iRacing, racing, this thing that's supposed to be the serious sim platform and you have this professional
1: racer just go out and try to take someone out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's not a not a good thing. It's kind of uh low of Simon Patchno. Yeah for sure. I mean
0: I don't know man, like he was I cannot see any way to really justify what he did. I can I think it's probably because he was pissed off that uh this F1 driver is making all of these IndyCar drivers look like uh children on the track with the yeah. way it, like Landon Norris is just ridiculously good at i racing. He's been doing it since he was like 6 years old. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that was that was kind of a bummer. Um I'm still i racing though. Not getting, Yep. I'm not at Lando's level at all. I am Yeah, I'm I'm not very good at it yet. <laughs> <Have>
1: <laughs> I've only you... been
0: racing for 3 or 4 weeks though, so I'm I'm getting mm-hmm. better. Did
1: you have any success recently?
0: Oh, well, I would have, but um someone God damn it. I hate talking about racing when shit happens to me. Uh <laughs> I was on track for a podium but then someone decided that uh there was room where there wasn't. Ooh. On the inside and they kind of they pretty much nudged me out of the way to create room on the track on the inside and uh yeah that kind of that screwed me over a bit. But yeah, Damn. I mean it's whatever. I've had a few top 5s, that's about it.
1: That's not bad.
0: Um I guess I'll just get all of my racing out of the way here real quick. Uh I also did some GT sport Tyler. Did you see that clip of that one uh race?
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah, that seemed quite unfortunate.
0: That was ridiculous. <laughs> that made me lose pretty much all faith in GT sport as a well unless I climb up the ranks to the point where that doesn't happen anymore. That was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Like I, I had like I was perfectly fine. I was just close. I was. It was the last lap. It was the last chicane on on Spa, and I was like, "All right, I'm behind this guy. I'm probably not going to pass him." They fucking run deep. They run off the track, and I'm like, "Okay, well, I guess I'll pick up this position then." And then they just re-enter the track right on the apex of the corner and just bump me out. Yep.
1: I think and the then worst the, part, though, is the next guy was... coming through just yeah. stamps me. That oh that's that's the part where I'm like. Ah shit! <laughs> like that—that—that that, that second hit was just completely ridiculous. Yeah, the kid. yeah. I'm—I was very
0: unhappy with that. Uh, yeah. I also did the uh, did a round of the Nations Cup, which was running this weekend. See, I, I it frustrates me. I want to compete. Well, not necessarily compete, but I want to participate in this uh, Gran Turismo sport a uh, nations cup but they run races midweek at times that i can't race at because of the schedule i work but gotcha. so i can always run the saturday races mhm uh but yeah i i qualified 8th and finished 8th uh i i was in for a podium early on in the race until again someone just fucking dove down the inside on me and uh like, it, w- it was on Barcelona, so it was that first turn one into turn two there. They do- mm-hmm. dove in on turn one, and then, uh, well, I had the inside line to turn two because I was on the outside of turn one, and they just turned in on me for for turn two and didn't leave me any track. Nice.
1: Gotta love when that happens.
0: Like, they, ha- they hadn't cleared me at all. Like, we were, like, I was less than a half car length, but, well, like, like, it was... Yeah, it was Ugh. bad. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: That's that actually, frustrating.
0: Yeah, that, like, they tapped me out and actually spun me out, and I went to the back of the grid on that race. And uh, I actually managed to claw my way back up to eighth. Hmm. It was a 17-car field.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, That's that not bad, sad. but still frustrating. Yeah.
0: Because when someone spins, when I spin off, whether it be by contact or whatever, and I'm off the track, I re-enter the track safely. Yeah, like you're supposed to. Yep.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: oh well, that's enough racing, at least for me. I'm not sure, Tyler. Have you done any racing? I don't know. No,
1: no, not not not, not too much,
0: really. Wow, two weeks without F one twenty nineteen. How are you feeling? Ah, uh, I'm, I'm going
1: through withdrawal, <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm just ready for F-120, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: It's already May, Tyler. Can you believe that? It's May.
1: I know. So ridiculous. Like, I I, I cannot believe it's May. March seemed like it lasted forever, and then April just flew by. Um, I don't know. At the same time, like i kind of want time to fly by a little bit because i want to get to the point where things start to return to normal but even that's still going to be a very long time but at the same time i don't really want to wish my life away because that sucks yeah (laughs) so i don't know just trying to make the most of it i guess yeah
0: uh well if you're not racing tyler what are you doing out there in the video game world (sighs)
1: Oh, a couple things. Um, I guess I'll just start with uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I put about five hours into it past week. I am right at the beginning of chapter five. I think. Okay. Um, so, yeah, getting there. But uh, really enjoying this game so far. Um, it's it's a kind of I don't know. Kind of a delight to play to me. It's there's some things that are a little glaring as you play more. The the one of the biggest things is something that you brought up uh, when we first talked about Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that's items tied to your your ATB gauge. That sucks, um, especially you know if you're in a really difficult battle and you just need some some heals but you can't fucking heal yourself, or whatever, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a shitty thing, uh, sometimes, but, otherwise, you know, the combat's really growing on me, especially as you just, you know, at, at this point, you know, I'm finally getting to the point where I can upgrade my weapons, you know, get new weapons, get new armor pieces, get, you know, new summons, and all that stuff, uh, which, which all that stuff adds, adds a lot of variety to the combat, and I'm enjoying it so far enjoying playing it enjoying the story a lot um and really enjoying the music the music is really fucking good and just grabs me every time and um i also see what people are saying about the visuals um this game is like one of the most beautiful games i've ever seen but yeah that door man mhm there are oh.
0: some yeah, there are some PS2-level textures in that game.
1: Yeah, which is kind of mind-blowing. I'm like, there's so many scenes, so many cutscenes that involve this door, and no one pointed it out. that like, hey, this door really looks like shit. We should probably do something about it. I'm like, okay, and then you step out into the slums, and it's just like this insane visual, and it's like... <laughs> Man, it's kind of crazy, some of those little things like that. Um, The slums, to me, when you look up, I guess, uh, the plate of Midgar, reminds me of just a gigantic Millennium Falcon. You're just seeing it underneath. Okay, all right. (laughs) I
0: guess you could describe it like that.
1: Yeah. It's just what, what I think of every time I see it, but, yeah, it's pretty... Pretty cool looking. Hmm. It, is, oh, no. it is. It's it's known as the pizza, Tyler. Okay. It's, is it's, that what is that what they actually call it in Final Fantasy VII world?
0: Yes. Some people call the plates the pizza. <laughs> Barrett occasionally calls it a giant pizza in the sky.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. I, I'm just. I. I I'm looking forward to playing that game every time I, or playing more of it. Every time I play it, I'm just, I'm really, really enjoying myself. I did not, the the one part that I just was like, this is really dragging on, not that fun, was that whole, just keep it brief, but that motorcycle chase sort of thing. Oh, I liked that. Really? Yeah, I thought that ah. was, I thought that was fun. Hmm, okay. Hey man, each their own. I, I just, I just did not. I thought it just went on way too fucking long, and it's just a little repetitive. But I guess it spices things up for sure. Um, Those motorcycles are really fucking cool, man. Th- like they are. I'm not. I'm not gonna deny that. Like, like there's a there's a boss fight not too long after that, and then there's a pretty insane cutscene. And what this guy does with the motorcycle, I'm like. This is so fucking anime, but you know what? I'm, I'm kind of fine with it, even though I'm not a major anime fan. Um, it's interesting. It's an interesting world. Um, the characters are really growing on me, too. Um, but the one part, man, that the, chapter three, when they kind of introduce you to the shops and side missions and all that stuff, that mission, that whole chapter, really slow. Really, really slow but but i didn't I didn't mind it though, but yeah I'm, I'm liking that game a lot how, how, how far are you in that game?
0: Uh, I am at the beginning of chapter nine. I only played one chapter of it i, I played through chapter eight uh, mm. but yeah i I am about to go to what other people will know is wall market okay, so yeah that's that's the next step. At least I think that's the next step based on uh, what happens in the original Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They might change. <laughs> I don't know what all they've changed yet. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: like, I don't know. What Was there a motorcycle section in the original game?
0: Uh, there was not a fight on the back of motorcycles. I think there was a... Uh, the escape it wasn't where it was there was a motorcycle part but it wasn't that okay Um, yeah shit I'm trying to remember that's I'm trying to remember when that was I think that's like towards the end of the Midgar section is uh the motorcycle thing gotcha. in the original interesting but yeah so yeah yeah mm. Yep. You're you're uh, getting to some good stuff. Uh that whole section, that whole chapter that you're on right now is completely brand new to this story.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm I'm going to play play a lot more of it here. In order next next week or so. Um otherwise, let's see what what did I play? So I played a little bit more of the Borderlands 3 DLC and and in, in my night ended in complete fucking frustration. Um, there is a boss fight in this story that is probably the most bullshit, ridiculous, poorly designed boss fight in all of Borderlands that I have ever played. And that is all, all four of these mainline games at this point. Um, this boss... Is just ridiculous. First of all the boss moves around very quickly. So it's kind of hard to hit. Boss has a ton of health. The boss spawns a ton of like ads around you. If you kill those enemies that are around the boss. The boss revives them all. And sends them to you as almost these like suicide ghost sort of things. That completely explode, and at least for me, nearly kill me, even if I'm at full health and full shields. The boss also attaches itself to a host. In this host, you basically have to damage the host in order to do more damage to the boss. But the host is constantly charging at you. The host is more powerful now. And so it's just this constant shitstorm going on. And then not only that, so you get the boss health down, then it goes into, you know, it's a very video game thing, the boss puts his giant shield around it, summons these four crystals at at each corner. You have to destroy the crystals as fast as you can because the boss is recharging health. So that happens, then you go through the whole thing again. Then it decides to jump to a completely different spot on the map where now Borderlands is a fucking platformer. You have to jump on these fucking rocks that are floating around. Shoot the four crystals while it's regaining shields. So not only does it have a lot of health. Now it's getting shields. And you have to destroy these crystals as fast as possible. And if you don't get them in one go, you're pretty much fucking screwed. So the shields last just as long as the health. It's not like there's anything different there. Still spawning a lot of enemies. Still connecting to a host. Still... Uh you know, just moving very quickly. At this point your ammo is running low. There's hardly any ammo running around, or laying around. Then, you get the shields down to a point, and then it goes to the opposite corner of the map, does the same exact fucking thing, you, you, it's a platformer again, and now it's getting armor back, which is something new for Borderlands. So there's shields, that's the blue bar, there's the health bar that's red, and now there's an armor bar that's yellow. So now there's armor, shields, and a ton of health on this boss. All while they all while this boss is hard to shoot, uh, spawning enemies constantly, connecting to a, a very powerful host. You know, reviving anything and sending them fucking flying at you. It is completely ridiculous, incredibly fucking hard, and so unnecessarily frustrating. To the point where I probably tried three or four times. And there was one time that I got so fucking close. But I was literally out of ammo for just about every weapon I had. All I had was a fucking sniper rifle left. And I have a decent sniper rifle. But this boss is so fucking hard to hit. And then if you're too far away from it. It launches this crazy like uh, flaming bomb almost at you. That does a lot of damage too, and it's just there's nowhere to hide. It's it is by a million miles the most frustrating thing I've ever done in Borderlands, and uh, so I'm gonna give it a couple tries yet, but we'll see. It was to the point where I'm like I almost don't even give a fuck if I finish this DLC, um, but I'll I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot because there's some things that I can kind of change up. And then I am playing on, on, you know, I bump my Mayhem mode up. So it makes the game a little bit more difficult. So I might just bump it down to get past this boss. um, And see if I can do that. But man, it's just, whoever designed this boss, I'm like, dude. Like, what the hell is going on? This is fucking Borderlands. Like, (laughs) Borderlands has never been this ridiculously hard. And it just, has really really uh ruined the flow and it it is a shame because leading up to that boss I was really enjoying a lot of the missions a lot of the art designs really cool and there was a decent challenge there where that wasn't in the really in the previous DLC or even the base game for the most part um, and I was like okay I, I'm I can get into this and then you get to that boss it's like oh my god it's just absolutely frustrating so we'll see.
0: Yeah, um, that's that doesn't sound like something.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. And it's just it's just frustrating because you know Borderlands Three to me is a game that I just kind of chill out and play, and maybe you know listen to some podcasts or something, and just yeah, just to run into a roadblock like this, is just crazy. Um, so yeah, played played some of that. Um. And and, and the, I mean the last thing I'll say about that it's just Borderlands is not a fucking platformer. You know this isn't fucking Doom Eternal or or you know Metroid or something. These first person platformers where, um, you know they kind of show you the ropes and it, it works a lot better. You know Borderlands is not that, and so to throw that curveball into this game, where it's never really been in this game leading up to this point, completely ridiculous to me. Just absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully I can get past it soon. Um, Otherwise, I don't know if I played too much else besides our Divinity Original Sin 2 run.
0: Mm, Yeah, we played another chunk of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a damn good time.
1: Oh yeah, we are we're on the the ship now. I forget what the ship's name is, Lady. Uh, Lady Vengeance. About. Lady Vengeance. Yes, yes, that's correct. Um, so yeah, we're we're on, we're on the ship now. I think we had some pretty fun uh, fights there, especially the one right before we got on the ship where. You know, giant worm spawned and kind of yeah. threw a loop into everything. Plus, you're fighting a lot of other enemies that all have different abilities. And but I, I think that that fight went really well for us. And uh, then there was also that that boss fight against that uh, one lady that could like spawn these crazy bugs and uh, ended up putting like shackles of pain on you and charming you uh, a couple times and spawn these dead dudes. That was a pretty tough fight.
0: Yeah, that was... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And we got our fucking asses handed to us the first time, but the, the second time we went in there, we, we definitely had a better strategy, and it really worked out a lot better for us. Um, but I'm just... I'm enjoying everything about that game. It's, it's remarkable.
0: Yeah, I... I am very much looking forward to seeing the bigger, wider world in that game because we are far beyond, like... I know we just got off the island and onto the boat, but like I haven't even gotten this far playing solo. Like I've always been distracted before I got too far into this game. So Uh yeah, I'm I'm excited to
1: see the new stuff. Yeah, yeah, me too. So we'll see see where we go with this ship. I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess we got to get it moving. Yeah, it's a ship
0: made out of living elven wood. It's out yep. of, like, an ancient tree and it's still alive somehow. Yeah. And we have to convince it to move.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so many just cool cool like, characters and lore in this you game. Save that, that
0: dragon which came in and fucking oh, annihilated some shriekers?
1: Yes. That was a lot of fun, saving that dragon. Um, cause I, I really thought we were going to end up fighting it and I'm glad we didn't. Um, I feel like it would've fucked us up. Especially given the the arena that we would have been fighting in, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so I think we definitely made the right decision there. So that that was that was really cool to just see see that kind of come around, I guess, and, and see how we affected the world and everything. Mm-hmm. It's really good, really good. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's all I got. You got anything else?
0: Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, I guess really quickly, I started Death Stranding, I played through the prologue and chapter one. Oh, God okay. God damn, that game is such ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I'm not sure if you, I'm not, I don't know if you'll like it. <laughs>
1: really? It Why's might that? be too anime for you. Well, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, and that's pretty fucking anime. It
0: might be more anime than Final Fantasy VII.
1: Really? Wow.
0: That's a different
1: something. genre, but
0: definitely anime, and it might push even harder in that direction.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Is the game fun to play at all? Have you gotten into any gameplay?
0: Yes, I... I, I, I that's funny. <laughs> I get through a prologue in a chapter. And you know, you don't know if you had any gameplay at that point yeah. with Kojima, but uh, <laughs> yes, I have, uh, I have done some running around with some packages. Okay. And you know, the f- okay, not the first delivery, but in chapter one, that delivery that you make is ridiculous. I don't want to spoil it for you because, <laughs> again, this is some anime bullshit, and I want you to experience it yourself. Okay, okay. but goddamn, that game, it goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I did enjoy the running around. I did a stealth section through some, through a field of BTS.
1: Uh, Are you going to stick with it?
0: Yeah, I I think I will. Um, it's interesting enough, uh, and I like anime bullshit, <laughs> even if it this is going over the top. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like it so far. Why right. Right Uh I also played some Civ Six, Tyler. I bought and downloaded Civ Six. Oh boy! And then I lost almost my entire Saturday to it. <laughs> because how, you know, one more turn it? Uh, mm-hmm. it is great I like it I I was kind of skeptical because I really liked Civ 5 but uh, the way Civ 6 deals with uh, developing cities and um, just like it's more hands on it's less like just go to your city center and build this building and you get that bonus uh, you can build out districts now And those districts have their unique buildings, uh, and they have bonuses if they're built next to certain things, like my uh, science district is best if it's built next to mountains, or some Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, it's... I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm going for a religious victory. Okay. I've invented a religion, I've... I'm playing as the Koreans, and I've converted the Greeks. Almost every Greek city is now my religion. Ooh. And I'm, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I keep on spreading it. I just, yeah, I I, I really like this. Yeah, Civ Six is
1: good. But I think did it's on you... console too, right? I, uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they
0: put it out on console.
1: I think they did, yep. Yeah, because I remember I think it came to Switch first, which was weird, and then they mm-hmm. put it on PS4. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on console. If you, like... Did you play a lot of like Civ 5? Is this game better than that? Tyler, I've put over 300 hours into Civ 5. Oh, Jesus. Okay.
0: <laughs> and I can say for a fact that I think Civ 6 is better.
1: Whoa. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. You heard it right I here. I think it's
0: a better game. I think it introduces things that make uh, some of the more boring aspects of Civ 5 more interesting. Hmm. Uh, but yeah that's that Uh, other things I've played Apex Legends always be playing Apex I got a few wins that felt good Uh, counting down to uh, season 5 we'll have a little bit more about that later Um, but yeah I'm enjoying it I am at Battle Pass 101 with I want to say 7 or 8 days left to get to 110 I think I can do it yeah uh, and then, uh, American Truck Simulator is also the other game I I play sometimes. I'm I'm trucking. Yeah, you uh, like trucking? Yeah, I am looking to buy my third truck and Ooh. hiring someone to drive it. Ooh. But yeah, I I like trucking. I just I delivered some fruit this morning.
1: Uh, <laughs> nice just have you good
0: yeah uh, no no it's
1: well have you gotten into like a a trucking convoy or something is that something you can do
0: uh there is a mod out there for multiplayer trucking oh okay alright nice so I might look into that eventually yeah um yeah that's a thing and then Fallout 76 my investigation into Fallout 76 is ongoing and, you know, I think I like it. I think Whoa. I like Fallout 76.
1: Really? Why is that?
0: You know, they just added quests that, you know, involve NPCs and they kind of build out that world a lot better. Okay. Um, talking about some pre war conflict between robots taking over the workplace and people being out of jobs because of automation. Mm hmm. Uh,. Yeah, it's things like that. I mean, I'm not too far. I'm like level 18. I need to be level 20 to actually pro- progress down uh, this one quest line, so I'm working on that. There's a bunch of daily quests that you can do to get your level up and all that, so it's not going to be too hard for me. Gotcha.
1: So, so at this point, would you recommend Fallout 76 to people or no?
0: See, this is hard. This is this is a difficult thing because, hmm, I think if you were disappointed by Fallout Four, your Fallout Seventy Six isn't going to do it for you. Gotcha. That said, if you enjoyed a lot of aspects of Fallout Four, to include the crafting, I think this game is. I think Fallout Seventy Six might be better than fallout 4 whoa whoa
1: that's a statement that i don't think i've really heard people make <laughs> okay
0: i mean yeah it's it's got it's definitely bigger than fallout 4 i'll, I'll say that it's bigger mm-hmm. it's, it's a bigger game yeah uh, I think the weapons in Fallout 76, the systems creating weapons uh, and mods and that stuff, has expanded to a point where, hey, I like the way, uh, I like the way you can spec out these guns and make make them operate the way you want them to. Uh, the only thing I really don't like about Fallout 76 that only makes sense because it's an online game is that the economy is super. St- like stingy about like giving you caps because I guess if it just gave you all the caps everyone would just own everything Mm -hmm. Uh, so you have to make some choices about how you want to spend your caps which I guess could be interesting for some people but I coming from someone who's played a lot of their single-player stuff I'm like I just want everything yeah but yeah Hmm. All right. I'm enjoying it I mean they've introduced well it's been in, this, in the game for a long time but I haven't played it since they've added it you can trade in legendary weapons that you find uh, for these uh, legendary uh, tokens and you go to this vendor and you can pop out a random a random uh, weapon, armor piece you name it and uh, yeah that, that's cool
1: yeah that sounds good cool, boxes
0: dude. that's cool yeah <laughs> i remember mean it's like yeah i unfortunately i do remember yeah. loot boxes <laughs> uh, but yeah i'm gonna make it my mission this week to play that nuclear winter mode oh that's the, um, their battle royale
1: yeah all right yeah I'm, I'm, i'd be curious what you gotta say and how that how that works uh,
0: but that does it for the video games I've been playing this week. Let's go over to the news, and you mentioned earlier that we have a lot of news. I'm not sure if that happened before or during the podcast, but you mentioned it, and it's here,
1: yeah. the news. Oh yeah, lots of big first, big news this week.
0: Yeah, the first bit of news here. Uh, I think we covered some of this last week about the leaks for The Last of Us.
1: Some, I think,
0: yeah. Um, So, yeah, there was a leak of The Last of Us Part Two with spoilers. Uh, Initially rumored that it was an employee, later later clarified by Sony and Naughty Dog that it wasn't one of their employees or a contractor. Uh, I believe it was a hacker who managed to exploit a vulnerability to gain access to The Last of Us. Uh, But... I guess because of this, they have pushed, they've moved up the release date. They've actually announced the new release date for The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, and it's coming June 19th, a little over a month away. And Ghost of Tsushima being pushed back to nearly a month later, ch- July 17th. Uh, Tyler, you excited to play some of these video games? I'm disappointed that Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima got pushed back, but I guess it makes sense they don't want to release those two games that close together.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm i kind of with you there to the point where I, th- I was thinking about the other day, I'm like, why why is Sony so adamant about releasing The Last of Us Part Two before Ghost of Tsushima? Um, like, why couldn't Ghost of Tsushima just stay where it was going to stay in June, and then The Last of Us comes out in late July. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know why, but maybe we'll we'll kind of learn more why when both of them are out. But uh, so yeah, I'm a little a little disappointed that Ghost got pushed back. But you know, these games getting release dates again is is good. Um, and I just. I don't know. There's a whole there's so much to this whole thing. It's been so dramatic with the Last of Us Part Two. Um leaks aside. You know, they it was just a couple weeks ago that they announced that this game was going to be delayed indefinitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you use the word indefinitely, to me that means a very long time. And to the to only get a three week delay, I think is really weird. Uh,
0: But Todd, don't you remember The Last of Us 2 got a release date And then it was delayed like less than a month later
1: I know, and it's like (laughs) Like To to me, they they can't push this game Again, they just, they can't It's gonna be so It's already kind of been bad I think, with some of their Wording Um, And if they push this game again It'll be like, oh my god, this is just ridiculous And so I just find that kind of weird that they used the word indefinitely and then really only pushed the game three weeks. Now, do you think their their new date has anything to do with the leaks?
0: I guess it. I don't know. Like, the leaks are out there. Like, what, like, unless you're releasing it, like, right now, it's not going to help. Uh-huh. Like, just, I don't know. I really don't. It's.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't think it was like a direct response of like, well shit, the game leaked. Now we just gotta get it out, but but the leaks definitely don't help. And, and I, I it's just so unfortunate that, that it did leak um the game. Um because whoever did leak this uh Sony's really probably gonna come after the, the, the you know, this person, whoever it is. And because they, they've you, the argument could be made that they have caused damage to you know Sony and Naughty Dog in terms of selling copies of this game and making money because there's definitely people out there. I, 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 I don't think I have seen a leak uh, yet. Uh, and I'm trying my best to completely avoid comments. You know, on YouTube or you know IGN articles, whatever, until this game comes out. Um, but there's people that have seen the leaks, and it's like, well, I don't, I don't really want to buy this game now, and that that could be a, yeah, you know, that 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 sucks for for Naughty Dog and Sony, and it sucks that you know they put so much work into this game for it to just leak and for it to be spoiled like that, and to not have everybody just kind of experience the game um as they're as they are supposed to experience the game. That's just I don't know. It's a really unfortunate thing. I don't remember a video game leaking like this ever. Well, nothing that I can high think profile. Of.
0: I'm 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 sure stuff has leaked before, but nothing as high profile as the Last of Us, Last of Us 2. Yeah. Um yeah. I I don't know. It's it's easy to avoid this stuff. Just, you know, don't go online. Go outside. Oh. Yeah, you can't do that right now, can you? Sure. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Uh, yeah, this, I guess it's it's doubly um, dangerous now to be uh, because of the situation we're in where you, you're always online now. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, it's... Don't go digging if you don't want to find it.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and, like, I don't even want to... I'm trying to even think out of word because I don't really want to spoil anything or put anything in anyone's head. But I, I haven't been spoiled by, like, hey, this happens in the game. But just, I guess, seeing what... how some people are reacting to those leaks... In saying like, oh, I saw them and now I'm not going to buy the game and blah, 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 blah. And even that, I don't want that in my head. And unfortunately, that has been put in my head. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like you got to see the whole thing in context, at least in my opinion. And that's just kind of where, where I stand. It's like, okay, it, it leaked, sure, but... There's probably so much more to it, and I'm not saying even if if it, it. I'm not saying that if someone saw the leaks and they're disappointed with them, I'm not saying that if they play the game, they're going to. That's going to change their mind, but that's that's just how how I'm thinking of it at least. Like you got to just see the whole thing and and experience it. And I'm excited for it, though. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm actually taking off work that day just so I can chill out All right, you nerd yeah it's weird I'm gonna take off and and be home even though I'm just home all the time now from working at home it's gonna be weird but regardless I'm looking forward to it and you know glad these games are finally coming out Mm -hmm. hopefully no more fucking delays oh my goodness (laughs) yeah Mm. Sony announced this game way too early. Yeah, they did. And and, it, and it's to the point where, you know, leaks aside, like, it's kind of biting them in the ass a little bit, in my opinion, of people have been wanting this game for so fucking long, you know, they thought it was going to come out last year, they thought it was going to come out in 2018, They you know, then they announced a release date in February and then immediately delayed the game, and now it's indefinitely delayed. It's just been so dramatic and kind of unnecessarily so to get to where we're gonna be in and to have the game gonna come out on June nineteenth. But yeah, they they just should not have announced this game as early as they did. And I know Naughty Dog usually announces their games pretty early, but I'm very I'd be very curious once The Last of Us Part Two comes out, you know, if they stay you know, lip sealed, a lot longer, and then reveal their next project whenever that that is, and, and when they're confident that they are a year out or something, and, and you know maybe they don't give a release date right away, but it's like, hey, this game's a year away or something like that because it's just been a long time. It it reminds me a lot of like Metal Gear Solid Five, you know, and that game wasn't delayed as much, but it was just like that game was announced so early and it's just constantly all you fucking ever heard of every E3 there was Metal Gear Solid 5 and it was this and that and it was everywhere and it's like oh my god just shut the fuck up and put the game out I uh, Death Stranding <laughs> same exact way
0: <laughs> god damn I can't wait to hear what you have to say about <laughs> Death Stranding I guess you're you're gonna play that after you're done with Final Fantasy 7 right?
1: Yeah, probably. I'll probably get around to it then. Yeah. Well, uh, here's hoping that
0: this next game isn't delayed. We just got a trailer this week for the next Assassin's Creed game. Tyler, how about you take us through this one? Because I know you and a few of our other friends have been uh, looking at this a lot harder than I have.
1: Yeah, Uh, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the next game. Uh, in the Assassin's Creed franchise from Ubisoft Montreal. This is the Assassin's Creed Origins and Black Flag team. So it's pretty exciting. This is going to be set in 9th... What is it? 9th century uh, England during the Dark Ages. And yes, it is Vikings. Um, You play as Ivor. Uh, You can be uh, male or female. Um, And there's just... There's a, there's a lot. They basically only put out a cinematic trailer so far. And Before we get into some details, I don't know if you saw kind of how they were revealing the title of this game. With uh, basically there was you know a concept artist just basically creating the art mm. uh, for this game. And it went on like all day, literally from like 8 to 5. Uh, and, and you could tune in. They had a little bit more. They had the Viking ships drawn. Then you tune in. They're starting to work on the the main character and stuff. It was a really interesting way to reveal a game. And I think with the, in with the times that we're in, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Of you know, you kind of you can't really reveal a game in a. Super traditional sense. I mean, yeah, you can put a blog out, but it kind of built this mystery, and I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, let's see here. There is going to be what they're calling uh, Viking rap battles in this game, um, which is basically you're insulting each other in a way. It's it's calling it. That sounds calling uh, it rap good. battles is stupid, but um, basically, uh, you know, you can kind of get into quarrels with people like they did back in the day, and kind of, you know, fuck around with people like that. And I'm curious what the just fuck how do they that think goes. rap is. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think using the term Viking rap battle is is a ridiculous term uh, to have or to use, really, but I don't know. This doesn't make a lot of sense, but uh settlements are going to be a really big thing. You're going to be building out uh, a settlement in this game, uh, which to me kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Assassin's Creed 2. A little bit. Some of the old school Assassin's Creed sort of had something like that, where you're kind of building out these settlements and then you just gain more and more money over time and really broke the economy. Stuff like that, but um there's going to be uh dual wielding in this game is going to be an emphasis so that's really exciting um and the assassin's blade is making a return which i excited how does about. it
0: make sense
1: well <laughs> if you finish odyssey there's some things that go down Oh um, my god okay i guess i have to do that shit yeah, and there's some DLC involved with that, and yeah. It...
0: Are you telling me I have to play another, like, 100, 200 hours of Assassin's Creed Odyssey to understand why this game makes sense?
1: I don't think you necessarily need to play it to have this game make sense, but there are some things that, in Odyssey, I feel that... I mean, this isn't a direct tie-in or anything, but, you know, they basically went back with the Origins and just fucking started over, like, literally. And uh, so I think there's going to be some things that makes more sense. And the modern-day story is continuing from Odyssey, which I think makes a lot of sense, and that's been getting a little bit more interesting as Odyssey went along, went along, especially with the Fate of Atlantis DLC. Um, Of course you will have a Viking longship So there will be sea battles There will be large scale land battles Which there was um, You know those Battles kind of happened in Odyssey But who knows how it will work But the game will be An RPG again Um, So you'll have Skills, gear, all sorts of stuff Um, But apparently There's new activities You can go hunting and fishing you play drinking games, which is fun. I think that'll Great. be a lot of fantastic, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, guess what? You'll have a bird companion again. A bird? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's some major stuff. Um. You know the, there's just some major like English cities like London and Winchester, um, that will appear. In the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to look over a couple, couple other things. The game is going to be coming out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 this holiday.
0: According to this. Yes. Who knows what the state of the world will be then. Hopefully they come out then. Uh, I would not hold my breath about new video games being released on time
1: yeah we'll see we'll see released on you know new video games being released i i think i can get behind that but released on time who knows um so yeah and there's just yeah a couple other things there's gonna be like alliances that you can get into um to unite certain clans, and there's going to be romance options. Um, which that's cool.
0: Options are so. just, you know, a fuck fest like Odyssey was.
1: Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. This just says romance options will be available to the player. So who knows? Um, because, uh, yeah, Odyssey was a little bit of a fuck fest, and that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm super stoked for this game and I, I liked origins. I think this team does pretty, pretty good stuff. You know, black flag was really great. Um, and I just, I think odyssey was better than origins, even though that game is definitely flawed. It is very bloated. I can see how it that could very much turn someone off, but I, I just thoroughly enjoyed a lot of that game. And, uh, So I I personally love the direction Assassin's Creed is going. I know there's people that want it to return to how it used to be and don't want the RPG mechanics, but I think the games are just a lot more interesting than they used to be. Uh, Or at least a lot more interesting than some of the later releases like Unity or Syndicate, Um, Rogue, for example. Like I I like those games, but I'll take Origins or Odyssey over them any day, and, and for them to finally get into, like, Vikings and Norse mythology and all that stuff, like, sign me up. I am so, so ready for this game. Uh, and, and very much excited for it. And coming to PlayStation 5, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a first look at the gameplay on May 7th at uh, Microsoft's third-party Xbox Series X event. Which... You know, next gen's kind of really kicking off next week.
0: Yeah, I yeah, that's that's exciting. I, I can't wait to see
1: what what's what's uh, on the horizon. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there'll week. be some things to talk about coming out of that. Yeah, Playing the PlayStation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll know what the console looks like. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. righty. Uh, well, what we do know is uh. What the plans for Final Fantasy VII remake looks like. Um, Tetsuya Nomura has come out and said that he wants to make he wants to make the rest of the Final Fantasy VII remake in smaller chunks and release them faster. Uh, is also the uh, one of the producers here, Yoshinori Katase, has said that he doesn't want to change the story too much, so shorter, faster releases. Not changing as much. Uh, you know, great, but if they just want to make smaller releases so they can release a bunch of $60 games, that's not cool. Uh, yeah.
1: That, that's, that's
0: where my head went at first, was like, of course they want to release this in more parts because that means more money. Right. Um, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully they price it accordingly. Uh, but I would like to play more Final Fantasy VII remake quicker. And, you know, whatever works for them. Uh, I I like Final Fantasy VII plenty. I'm liking this remake so far. They should just take their time. It's worth it for me, honestly.
1: Yeah, I I, I would I feel like I would rather them take their time in every two, three years, whatever, release a game the size of Final Fantasy VII Remake, at least its first part, that's apparently, you know, 35, 40 hours. That's um, that's that's what I, that's just how I feel because getting them out quicker, like, like, I, I agree with you. Like, they, they have to be priced accordingly, but then also just, I, I really don't want to be experiencing this game in five or ten hour little DLCs almost like it just it just that would be weird to me Mm. Uh, and I get wanting to get it out quicker I totally get that but I don't know I I feel like just take your time yeah and, and put out a nice nice big meaty game and it just makes me question like how many fucking parts is this gonna be you think Cause I'm starting to think that a trilogy is not going to be what this game is, which I feel like a lot of people thought was what I thought originally. But I think it's probably going to be more than a trilogy at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember like where we are. Well, even if this game is, hey, you're you're leaving Midgar at the end of it, and that's where the game ends. I think this game, if it's going through the detail it it's doing for this first part.
1: I think it's going to
0: be at least a four-parter.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. Because I, I, mean, I guess apparently... Because
0: the original Final Fantasy VII had a ton of endgame stuff that you could do that was optional. Mm. Like, if they want to build that stuff out, like, that's that's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. And I guess apparently uh, this this whole Midgar section wasn't that big a part of the original no, game right you
0: were like you could get through that first midgar section i want to say in oh god like 2 hours wow holy shit
1: holy shit that's like, insane
0: it it isn't that long and especially now like with the final fantasy 7 the original that's out the version that's on pc and the playstation 4 like with the fast forward function
1: that shit's nothing right Wowie. We'll see. I, I also am very curious on two things. One, how does the PlayStation 5 coming out affect development of this game moving forward? Uh, do, you know, does that slow it down? Because they gotta maybe change some things to PlayStation 5, or ooh, now they can add way more detail. Now those 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 fucking doors can have some textures. Uh, and then also Um, God, I just lost my, my other train of thought. Oh, like, how are they going to deal with moving forward into part two? If I get my, my cloud and, and Tifa up to level 65, am I going to have to start over in part two? Like, are they going to lower that level down or are they just going to keep, or are they going to adjust the game accordingly with difficulty? Uh, How the fuck are they going to do that? Tyler, I I misspoke earlier
0: um, about the Midgar section the second reactor is about two hours the whole Midgar section in the original Final Fantasy 7 was about seven to eight hours but still yeah, multiply that by five and you have this first part of the remake right that's a lot Like this game is going to be five times the length of the original Final Fantasy 7 that sounds (laughs) ridiculous because that game was long
1: Right. Yeah, that does sound ridiculous. I'm very curious how how many parts, how long in in total is this going to be? Is Final Fantasy 7 Remake going to be completed by the end of the PlayStation 5's life cycle? That's a serious fucking question. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I think it would be ridiculous for it to uh, take that long but it's <laughs> you just don't know, man.
0: It's just crazy. Tyler, I, I just did a search on HowLongToBeat.com. The Final Fantasy VII Remake. Main story, 32 hours. Main and extra, 41 and a half. Completionist, 76 and a half hours. Wow. That's the remake, this first part of the remake. The original Final Fantasy VII. Main story, 38 hours. <laughs> main and extra, 52 and a half hours. Holy Completionist, shit. 85 and a half hours. So we have a game that is almost well about like yeah, 6 hours, 6 to 10 hours shorter. That is just the first part of the original. Oh my goodness.
1: Holy smokes. God.
0: So yeah, this this remake is going to it's going to take forever. <laughs>
1: yeah. I agree. Uh
0: what won't take forever is the wait for Destroy All Humans remake. Tyler, you'll be able to destroy all the humans in July. Specifically, yep. July 28th. Get to be a little alien dude terrorizing <laughs> the humans. Yes, I am uh I'm I'm
1: excited for this. Uh did you play destroy all humans back in the day on PS? Yes
0: I did. That was some ridiculous fun. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And that that's why I just want to experience this game again, see how it holds up and how goofy it is. Um but I, I loved those first two games and uh yeah, this this game looks good. I I think they're doing some pretty cool cool things with it. The visuals look look awesome. I'm down.
0: Yeah, I wonder, like, how much they've updated in this, or if it's just an up res We'll
1: see. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. I never I just... played a third one, though. Destroy Humans 3. Neither have
0: I. Um, damn, I just closed so, oh. something. This Battlefront 2, Tyler, tell us about Battlefront 2.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of things with this that are going down. So Star Wars Battlefront 2... Is getting its final uh, content update here. It should be out now, uh, which is the Battle of Scarif. Um, so, basically, saying that, you know, recurring events, uh, challenges, servers, all that stuff's going to be up. Um, game's going to be running, but in terms of new content, no more new content for Battlefront 2, and then also no more new content for Battlefield 5 uh, after the June update. Um, so those games from Dice kind of coming to a close, and I, I I think at least with Battlefront Two, I think they did a really. I haven't I actually. I need to go back to it, because um, I think they they've done a pretty remarkable job. I think turning that game around to at least making it something that people enjoy, especially considering how that game launched and obviously all the loot box drama surrounding it. So I have to go back to it and maybe check it out. Uh, but also the other piece to this story is that a new Battlefield game uh, will be coming in 2021 in that they're kind of, I guess, kicking up development on a new Battlefield game that will be coming to PlayStation 5.
0: Mm, all right. I'm excited to try to fly a helicopter
1: and fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, I like, you know, I like Battlefield, and I like the way, you know, it feels, and obviously it's it's stunning to look at, a lot of those maps. I'm so curious what they can do with, with new hardware, um, and I just, I, yeah, I think they can probably do some pretty cool shit, and I hope hope the game pans out at least a lot better than Battlefield 5 did. I never played Battlefield 5, never even got around to getting it.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's a World War II game. I don't I don't have any particular affinity for World War II era weapons uh-huh. in video games. Like, I just feel like they're clunky, and it's generally not as fun to play with. Right. Uh, but a fun video game that's coming to the next generation of consoles is Apex Legends. Uh, yeah. They're hiring up to get the game on to the next generation of consoles big whoop we kind of knew this was going to happen uh it it would have been wild for them not to do this yeah uh, but the exciting oh unless you have something more to say about it
1: no no not not too much i'm just i'd be curious how quickly they get the game on on next gen consoles It'll they'll be, be there at one. launch it you think be they'll be there one. yeah okay all right all right i guarantee you. <laughs> that'd be awesome
0: uh, but season 5 of Apex Legends is coming and there's a new hero champion, whatever you want to call them Loba who was the little girl who had it, had her father killed in front of her in the trailer for Revenant Ooh. Uh, She, they did a kind of a story trailer on her, uh, she's a thief they haven't gone over her abilities but you know, it'd be really cool if you could steal shit
1: yeah, that's cool.
0: What it? Mm, let's speculate on Lopa's abilities. Being a thief, hmm. <laughs> steal the gun from the player's hand. Yeah, do a gun swap.
1: <laughs> that that would probably be the most <laughs> ridiculous thing that that you could do. That that um, that should be
0: the ultimate. You can gun swap with someone.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool.
0: Or just like full inventory swap. Yeah, steal armor or something like that. Uh, what if, like Bloodhound, you do a scan, except it shows you, uh, it shows you weapon, it shows you weapons, uh, it shows you armor through walls and stuff like that, the loot. It shows yeah. you the loot.
1: That'd be cool. I'm down or with that.
0: you could see, like, you could see what's inside of those, uh, side of the crates without opening them. So if you just don't want to open it and waste your time. Yeah.
1: That makes sense to me. Sounds cool. I guess they're also adding a new quest sort of thing. Uh, season five?
0: Yeah. There, there's this. Mm. I haven't really looked at at that. Didn't really.
1: Um, say yeah, too much, but I'm that, sure that, we'll that's... get more
0: news about season five this week because it's the mm-hmm. last week of season four.
1: Yeah. The idea of having a quest log or something like that, I think a, that's an interesting idea for a Battle Royale game. Alrighty.
0: The battles, not Royale, but fighting. Fighting games, the Evo. You know about Evo? I do. Well, uh, there's not going to be one this year. And I guess everyone can guess it's because of the COVID-19. Yeah. There's no Evo this year. It usually takes place July 21st to August 2nd. Well, it was set this year to take place then. Uh, But it's not happening. Uh, Hopefully it'll be back next year. I hope this doesn't kill Evo. I hope Evo keeps existing because it's really fun to watch high-level fighting game players duke it out. Mm -hmm. They pull off some crazy shit in those games.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they do. But they also
0: intimidate me from ever playing a fighting game.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but they did announce that to keep the Evo spirit alive, they'll be holding uh, the event online this summer. Mm. So Evo will continue on, but being an online event. Um, I'd be curious how, you know, online infrastructure and lag and all that would factor into something like this.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. There's a reason they come to one location to right. fight on a local network. Yep, or on the same machine rather.
1: That, at that high of a level, it's going to matter. Yeah, I would. I would think so. So I'm curious how, how they're going to mitigate that, or I don't know, do whatever they got to do. But it makes sense to make it digital. This is definitely a, a cool video game event that could go digital
0: uh sp- sticking to digital events GDC this summer GDC they said they were going to do is now going to be a fully digital event they aren't going to try to get everyone to fly to San Francisco this summer which sounded really just ridiculous at the time that they were considering doing the event later in the year uh but they're going to do an online event we'll see what that looks like I don't know I'm not sure how valuable that digital event is going to be to to folks, but I'm not a developer, so right. I can't say.
1: Yeah, I, I guess it might be like I don't know, kind of other developers or whoever would uh, host a panel might just make that a digital video, and then people can watch that sort of stuff. And you know, I'm, I, I'd be curious if you got a if anyone can access that.
0: Um, or what security will look like to make sure that game builds don't leak
1: right yeah but then you know also you know GDC is really great for you know kind of rubbing elbows with people and and making some business deals or seeing games and or you know learning about a a position that's open at a studio or something like that you know I don't I can't see that happening with a digital event To me, this is probably going to be more about game builds and knowledge uh, for the industry in making games, rather than, you know, that socialization part's probably not going to be there. I'll I'll be shocked if it is.
0: You know what's always there, though? Always there to pick up the pieces is Jeff Keighley. Oh, fuck yeah.
1: (laughs) Tyler, how about you tell us about what Jeff Keighley is planning to do? This Jeff Keighley... Jeff Keeley, he's a he's a he's a man, and he yes you know, he is he... <laughs> Daddy, he is a man. <laughs> so Jeff Keeley runs the Game Awards, which has been growing and growing and growing over the past number of years in importance uh, for sure and, and definitely in in terms of the amount of people tuning in and announcements and all sorts of stuff. So. You know, he he carved himself a pretty nice piece of the industry there. Of course, he always did stuff with E3 and E3 Coliseum. And then he was like, nah, I ain't going to E3 this year. even before, uh, you know, coronavirus kind of took over the world here. Um, or at least the United States. And But now, Jeff Keighley's like, you know, I'm going to take over the whole industry. I'm going to have a baller fucking move. And so he's going to... Run the Summer Game Fest, which will be a summer long, all digital event that promises to deliver fans breaking news in game events and free playable content. And it'll run from May to August of this year. Uh, let's see, these are the following companies participating so far 2K Games, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, uh, CD Projekt Red, Digital Extremes, EA, Microsoft, Sony. Square Enix, Private Division, Riot Games, Steam, and Warner Brothers. Um, so yeah, uh, during this festival, Steam, Xbox, and other platforms will give uh, fans the chance to play limited demos and trials of select games. Um, so that, that sounds pretty fucking neat. So basically... You know, if you want to align with, with this, Jeff might have some announcements for you. And then, basically, he's saying the finale of the Summer Games Fest will be the digital Gamescom opening night live show, August 24th. So, and apparently this whole Xbox event is kind of the, the first big event, kind of kicking some of this stuff off. Hmm.
0: All right, yeah man it is just wild how 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 he has grown Jeff Keeley
1: he is oh, yeah 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 and I think it's what's interesting and, and cool to see is how many publishers and developers he can get and that you know they they trust him and and, and they feel you know aligning themselves with him is a good way to promote their games and, and get it out to a lot of people um, so I think that's that's wild and, and I'm I'm kind of excited for this I think it can be a, a cool idea and you know if there's something you know, every week every two weeks like hey I, I don't know Sucker Punch is finally going to show us what the f- how the fuck Ghost of Tsushima is going to play and that's part of Summer Game Fest here or something like that that could be cool. Um, you know, as video game fans, we always want new announcements and, and news. and E3 is definitely the time when all of that kind of culminates, at least a lot of it. And to maybe spread that out as you know developers are ready, you know, because they've had to adapt to uh, work from home, situation, so they might not have been ready for an E3 showcase, but to spread that out during this Summer Game Fest, you know, everybody can kind of have their own spotlight, things like that. I think it can be cool. What I'm curious about is if this is really successful, what does this mean for E3 in 2021? Especially given that Jeff, you know, was such a big part of E3 for such a long time, and this year he pulled out of it and and so I'm, I'd be curious if this is really successful for him. Does he come back to E3? How does this affect E3 in 2021 at all?
0: Yeah, I, you know, personally, I think E3 is dead.
1: Yeah. I
0: think, I think E3 is dead. I think I, I don't think it comes back next year. Or if it does, it will be the last one. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Oh, wow. I yeah, I'm excited to see what happens here with with a lot of this. Um, some some things that I want to see. Bethesda, what you doing with that uh, with that multiplayer game from that from the Prey folks? What, what you doing with Ooh. that? Uh,
1: yeah, that'd be cool. Also, you know, Bethesda, I want to see if they're going to show off any of uh, Death Loop.
0: Is that yeah, what that, you're talking about? Yeah, that's the one, Deathly. Oh, yeah, okay. I that, didn't know that I, I'm pretty sure that's
1: multiplayer. Okay. I'm almost gotcha, certain gotcha. that is. Yeah. I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> I know there's multiple characters in it and stuff, so I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm really curious about that. Um, curious how much Sony even participates in this. I, I feel like this could be a good avenue for them to promote video games or, you know, their new console that would make sense for them to do. Um, See, I mean, I'm sure Square Enix will have that Outsiders game that they are going to be publishing. Uh, Let's see. I don't know. Of course, uh, I'd be curious if Bungie announces a new expansion for Destiny 2 this year.
0: Or the plans for what they're going to do about the next generation of consoles coming? Yeah, maybe. Uh, That'd be cool. So... You know, today I'm just going to be wrong all day. Uh, <laughs> there is nothing in their release about in their press release about Deathloop being uh, multiplayer. I just okay. assumed it was, but I guess not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know there's there's multiple characters in it, so maybe maybe it could be. It's too early to say.
0: Yeah, and that's why we need events like this so we can learn more. Yeah, about these video games. But Tyler. You're about to learn about some some things with these next PlayStation Plus games. City Skylines and Farming Simulator 19 will be free for PlayStation Plus members in May. Tyler, you need to go farming with me. Let's let's start a farm in Farming (laughs) Simulator.
1: All right. Sounds good. This is kind of a shocking combo, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I... It's, it's the future, Tyler. Everyone's going to have to farm.
1: Yeah. And we're going
0: to have to rebuild our cities because everything has fallen apart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I, that, that's exciting stuff. I, I think the farming simulator games are pretty cool for what they are. Mm-hmm. And then City Skylines is just. God, my hair is on fire because everything is broken. Where are the pipes? Why are the pipes not taking the sewage out here. Why? Why why, why are the systems in my city not working?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a weird combination, I think. You know, I think having one of these games makes sense, but maybe putting them both in the same month, I can see how that might not be appealing to people. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm not up in arms about this shit, but you know a lot of people are.
0: Alright, well... They don't want those games. They can just buy new games. <laughs> new games are coming out every week. Tyler, we have some things on the PlayStation Store this week. Uh, I did not know that... Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's get it started. Go Go ahead. Just.
1: All right. Uh, let's see here. With Emma, Lost in Memories on PlayStation 4 and Vita. It's a 2D puzzle platformer game in which... All platforms and walls start disappearing progressively as you touch them.
0: Okay. Uh, We got Fury
1: Unleashed, which...
0: Yeah, hmm, okay. A roguelite action
1: platformer. Alright. There's not not too many of them.
0: No, not at all.
1: (sighs) Infinite Beyond the Mind is the next game. PS4. Uh, Let's see. It's a slick two D action platformer where you take on Evil Queen Evangeline Brahmin. Wow.
0: These two D action platformers, where do they come from? I know. It's like a brand new genre out here. <laughs> Alright. Uh John Wick Hex is making its way to PlayStation Four. Uh yeah. That's that strategy game. Yeah. Plays John Wick.
1: Interesting. Uh, I saw John Wick 4 got delayed a year. Makes me sad. Mm. But it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Ping Redux on PS4 uh, has 100 plus levels including 12 bosses that are inspired by mm. classic games. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Seems like kind of maybe some old school sort of things. The human race might be dying,
0: but the Vita lives on. Yeah. Because it has yet another video game out this week. Read 2, which is digital cross-by between Vita and PS4. Oh, man. You know what? It doesn't say what genre this is, but I'm going to guess it's a
1: 2D action (laughs) platformer. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, Super MASH on PS4 is a game that makes games. Mash two game genres to get a completely unique game each time. I wonder
0: if we can make a 2D action platformer. (laughs) Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
0: Oh, God. Tyler, anime has come home. (laughs) Taimumari, complete edition.
1: So is this an anime? Like, actually an anime? I don't know. I,
0: I... This isn't the genre of anime I watch, Tyler. Gotcha.
1: The the titty anime. No, I don't watch the titty anime. Oh, okay. Uh, Task Force Campus, Campus, Campas, oh. Krampus. Yeah, base almost uh, on PS4. Uh, strong from the inspiration of Golden Age of Japanese shoot 'em ups. Okay. Okay,
0: Tyler. This looks like something garbage, but
1: <laughs> Ubermosh Omega. <laughs> what the fuck is this art? <sighs> wow, this seems pretty like bad. A, uh, sounds like a bullet hell type of game. Ooh, Yikes. Um, and the last game this week is Void Bastards. Hell
0: yeah, that game's good. Go play Void Bastards.
1: Yeah, Void Void Bastards seems pretty cool. It's got a really cool art style, I think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there's a John Wick triple feature you can watch. I guess that's all three three of the movies.
0: Great. Why why wouldn't I just watch the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War? I
1: don't know. Or you can watch Vin Diesel's Bloodshot.
0: <laughs> okay yeah Great. that's that's what's on the AI. playstation store this week
1: yeah now i'd say void bastards is probably the only game that's worth it i mean well at least that we know that's that's definitely good john wick hacks some people have enjoyed if you're into that mm-hmm. yeah. or how about you know game of the year with uber Mosh, omega
0: just just no, don't even entertain that thought. That's, ay <laughs> ay. They'll let anyone make a video game. <laughs> <laughs> they really will. Alrighty, well, I think that's gonna do it for us, Tyler. What 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 assignments do you have for yourself?
1: Just playing Final Fantasy VII remake. Wanna wanna play a lot more of that. And. Um... I'm excited to play some Divinity 2 If if you're down,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a thing that we are going to do again, and we're gonna we're gonna get get that ship somewhere. Yep,
1: we will. It'll and, be good. Uh,
0: but yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week. As always, if you need to get in contact with us, you can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. Or via twitter at p s you can find me at the Arctic Sloth. you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at plugged onvids and until next week, be good to each other. play your video games and Ugh, oh boy.